Star Wars in 2023 was a crazy year. Three TV series, one massive game, and Star Wars Celebration headlined, while the books, comics, and extended universe filled in the gaps. But what does this year mean for the next? Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your place for everything Star Wars gaming, the TV shows, and the movies. Let's jump in. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. 2023 in Star Wars was quite the surprise. I feel like we've gotten quite a good showing for Star Wars. We had Mando Season 3, we had Bad Batch Season 2, we had Ahsoka, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, and we had... Star Wars Celebration, which we were able to go to, yeah. and we had a podcast live on stage. It was, it was crazy. Fun. Super fun time. We got to enjoy all the different announcements live in person and see all the different things. It was such a good time. And and I feel like we talked about this last episode, but Star Wars in 2023 very much followed similar themes in its content. Yeah, like we saw um, a lot of cloning being mentioned mm-hmm. um we saw many mentions of thrawn and the possibility of thrawn and then thrawn coming in the screen and it was like crazy man what else did we get we saw quite a variety in terms of the timelines but going around very similar themes if you look at star wars as a whole obviously there's the whole theme of hope that is the core of star wars but on top of that it was a theme of connectedness and family if you look at the bad badge and the mandalorian there's this uh, interconnectedness in terms of let's build the family that we have let's connect it and while we may not necessarily all be the same we are the same Mm -hmm. um, in terms of wanting to grow and keep everyone together there's there's some things of connectedness and rekindling of friendships if you look at ahsoka and and if you could say the same of jedi survivor too that's what i was gonna say yeah and jedi survivor so we are all getting this family wrap up here mm-hmm. yeah definitely much more if we look at this as like a chapter in star wars's history this is the year of family this is this <laughs> idea that um if you look at the bad batch it's them with their family and creating connection across the galaxy in different corners of that galaxy and and trying to stay connected if you look at mando season three it was them trying to connect the different sects of star wars mandalorians if you have the Children of the Watch, Bo-Katan's group, and then just Din and Grogu trying to live their best lives here. Uh, you have that, and then you have Jedi Survivor, which talks about the rebuilding of friendships after some time and distance has passed. Five years had passed, and they were trying to rebuild that friendship. and Not necessarily pick up where they left off from, no, but rebuild something new. And uh, I think it's interesting to look at it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. And so we have this different theme, and, and then Ahsoka, in that same same kind of thing, uh, very similar themes to mm-hmm. Jedi Survivor, where some time has passed, some rifts had been created, yep. and they were trying to heal them yeah. and, and grow past them, and also save Ezra mm-hmm. and rebuild that friendship as yep. well. So there's a lot of stuff that happens in Star Wars that was very similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, But looking forward to 2023, I doubt that we're going to get the same level of interconnectedness in terms of the themes that we had for 2023, because I think that was, I don't think it was intentional. Mm -hmm. I think that was just a happy little accident. (laughs) Uh, But what are we getting in 2024? Mm -hmm. Well, we're getting Star Wars Acolyte, Skeleton Crew, 
Star Wars Outlaws, and Bad Batch Season 3. So very similar amounts of content. Mm-hmm. Surprising. Yeah. It's like they copied 2023 <laughs> and then pasted the schedule into 2024. <laughs> I love that we're getting another Star Wars game this year. Mm-hmm. I think, I hope that this is just a good sign for the future. So I feel like we've been in a drought of good Star Wars games. And now we're getting Jedi Survivor last year technically this year but in 2024 terms last year um and 2024 we're getting star wars outlaws which is a very different game but it's fulfilling a dream that many have had which is this idea of an open world star wars game Mm -hmm. so we're getting something interesting there i think it's going to be fascinating to see what kind of stories that they tell here because we don't know a whole lot in terms of this but apparently there's going to be a heist and there's going to be some interesting characters and some planets that are going to be explorable Uh, i think there's like three four maybe five planets yeah that you can explore in star wars outlaws Mm -hmm. they have this wanted system even though it's not as it's new it's so new yeah new characters new worlds everything it doesn't have the reputation that um jedi survivor yeah did or at least yeah survivor did yeah fallen order coming right before they had similar characters they knew the first game worked out well right. they knew right. the second game would so probably work out well knew what to expect but with this one it still feels just as big yes definitely it is definitely just as big i feel like they haven't skimped and made this a 40 dollar game like they did with star wars squadrons mm-hmm. they put in the effort this is a star wars game in mm-hmm. all manner of aspects this is a star wars open world game might not be as open world as everyone wants it to be of going to all the different planets but it's going to be the most open world star wars game that we've gotten so far mm-hmm. and the planets are interesting yeah like there's some diversity there there's a, a planet with a city on that there's a wanted system that's going to make it semi gta like yep. uh there's a lot of variety that we're going to that we at least perceive that will be in star wars outlaws when it comes out next year and then going on we have star wars acolyte that will probably be the first show that we mm-hmm. get because i think skeleton crew has been confirmed for a late 2024 release uh, okay so so it'll take up the mantle of the Ahsoka timeline, probably. Mm. Um, so, and and then uh, sadly, Andor has been pushed to twenty twenty five. But I'll I'll wait. Yeah, take as take all the time that you need. Mm-hmm. Make mm-hmm. that just incredible. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine with that. And Bad Batch season three. Mm-hmm. I am. I'm scared, I man. I know. I don't know if I can handle the third season. Oh. Uh-huh. Season two wrecked me. Uh-huh. And now season three, I don't think they're going to be pulling any punches, which is scary. This is confirmed the last season. Yes. Of Bad Batch. That's what scares me is it's going to be the last oh, season. gosh. The trilogy of Bad Batches. Seasons one, two, and three with it being the final. It's going to be sad. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I hope something does come to take the mantle of this animated piece because the animation has gotten so pretty. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just an interesting way for them and I just think it's a good way for them to keep telling these stories that need to be told and should be told mm-hmm. of, and introduce new characters and arcs and stories while also keeping some familiarity. I just really want to see that continue because I think Star Wars needs something like that. It's clearly, it's been with us for yes. a really long time, mm-hmm. the animated Star Wars versions of different stories. I don't see why they would stop. Yeah. 
it would be really really sad it would be a really it would be something lost like it would truly be a lost part of star wars if they stopped doing an animated show yeah hopefully Mm -hmm. someone comes out with something new i hope so (laughs) i i think they kind of need to just because of that that idea and that that spot and that place in many people's heart for animation many people have gotten into star wars from the animation side of things or they may have known about the movies they may have watched the movies when they're growing up but now that something that came out as they were growing up was there I think that's the the beauty of something like animated it, it can tell a longer story we've seen that the the standard unfortunately length of a Star Wars live action show is eight episodes with Andor being a standout at 12 but Bad Batch 24 episodes 26 episodes you can tell different stories with that amount of time and I think I, w- I personally would love to see it continued and then looking at Skeleton Crew I am very excited about Skeleton Crew Acolyte, I'm probably the most excited for, but mm-hmm. Skeleton Crew, I am very hopeful for. I got to watch the trailer at Star Wars Celebration. It looks good. It's not something with huge stakes, but it is going to change how we perceive Star Wars, I feel. Mm. I think it's going to open up the pathways for some different stories to be told, or different kinds of stories. Interesting. Would you say the same thing about Acolyte? I think so, but in a different way. Yeah. I think Skeleton Crew shows how small scale of a Star Wars thing you can have mm-hmm. that is very uh, genre-based. It is pulling directly from this idea of like the Goonies yeah. and Stranger Things-esque, very focused in its viewpoints. And then I'd say Acolyte is doing something similar in terms of telling an, a new idea and new example of something in Star Wars, but it's going to play it a little bit more... I wouldn't say safe, but I think it's a more clear shot that more people are going to enjoy it. Mm. Oh, okay. I don't think they're playing it safe, but I think more people are going to be interested in Acolyte than in Skeleton Crew hmm. because you have the draw of the dark side. Right. Do you think it's going to be because of like the more matureness of Acolyte? I think so, just in terms of it being more gritty and gruesome and how they've been marketing it and saying this is a dark side-led experience. I think that's what's going to draw people in. Mm-hmm. But I think Skeleton Crew may have like the longevity and may have the opportunity for some like accolades. Mm-hmm. Because you've got Jude Law, who is a very good actor, yeah. leading a TV series based in Star Wars. It's interesting. I, I think say no more. <laughs> I think 2024 is going to be a very experimental year for Star Wars, mm-hmm. and I think they're going to push the boundaries of what we expect when we see and talk about a live-action Star Wars thing. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm ready for something a little new, a little edgy, a little unexpected, a little mm-hmm. je ne sais quoi. Yeah. <laughs> when you look at this list, what are you most excited for? I would probably say, I don't know, I'm really excited for the game, honestly, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but probably Acolyte is what I'm yeah. most curious about. Mm-hmm. I feel like we really haven't gotten a whole lot of information out of it. Um, and it's just, I'm just, I'm just here for it. Yeah. yeah, give it to me. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm probably most excited for Acolyte, but I think long term mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about outlaws a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to have any groundbreaking lore or anything. I don't know necessarily say we're going to be talking about it on the podcast all that much. Mm. But obviously, we are going to talk about it on the podcast. Obviously. But it's going to be one of those things that you get to play and you get to explore and you get to make your own experiences in. I think that's fun. Mm-hmm. I would say I'm also the most hesitant about Acolyte too. Oh yeah? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, just with how they've been playing with the dark side mm-hmm. of late. Yeah. Uh, tentative. Uh-huh. Tentative. I'm just happy that they're saying that they're going to have the light side as the dark side. Like, they're right, going like to be the, the villains. Bad. Yeah. Ooh. The villains of the story are mm-hmm. going to be the Jedi. And screw the Jedi. Yeah. They suck. <laughs> It's about time we had a different perspective. Uh, this, is, this is coming from a rebel sympathizer. <laughs> <laughs> the Jedi have had their time in the sun. They successfully ruined everything in the prequels. We're going to see them at the height, but also probably at their weakest in Star Wars Acolyte. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah. I think there's an opportunity there for some really interesting storytelling, mm-hmm. utilizing this flipping of the the tables really Mm -hmm. which is also why i'm nervous because it's like it could be so much but also i don't want to get my hopes up for it Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's already too late though (laughs) i'm just excited for all of the projects really everything's different or new this will be the first high republic tv series that we've had this will be the first time that we have an all original cast in a tv series since mandalorian Mm mm-hmm Wow. And Bad Batch is going to rip our hearts out. Yep. And this will be the first time that we're getting an open world Star Wars game. So Big year. Very big year for a lot of variety and a lot of interesting things that I think we're going to be we're gonna be talking about for a while. Mm-hmm. I think whatever Acolyte does is going to change how we perceive the dark side and the light side. Mm. Because this will be the first time that we've seen the Jedi explicitly called out as the villains of the story. Mm-hmm. So obviously it's alluded to and the actions, the, the failing of the Jedi Order is through their own pride. Mm-hmm. That's their downfall. Their hubris was what brought them down. But that's more reading through the lines, really. Right. It's this not... is explicitly, yep. the good guys are the villains. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited about that. But let us know your thoughts in the comments below if you're watching this on YouTube or contact uplinkpodcast.com if you are listening to this wherever you find podcasts. As always, thanks for listening and may the Force be with you.